Welcome to another episode of the Black Jackson Estate Podcast. I am user one and I am joined this lovely evening by user 1.5, user two, and user Q. Q, you there? In the house. I Q's am. in the G'day house. Everyone. Live from Studio Perth, Western Australia. <laughs> Studio Perth, you heard it here first. We're so excited to have you join us because it's been years, no exaggeration, in the making. Here I, think, I, I, think, I think that's fair, right, Q? It's been years in the making. It has been. I'm very excited and very, very grateful for the invitation. Really, I am. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much. Well, you're not more excited than us. And thank you for saying yes, because we're going to act up and we're probably going to get you in a little trouble. So you might get some ads. <laughs> if you get some ads, we'll be there. I will be there to attack. So don't worry. Um, <laughs> it's going to be the, what do they call them? The Jaxleys. The Jaxleys. Those are going to be <laughs> the ones. They hate us. They hate us. And I didn't say anything, but that it didn't work out. And God bless. And they came after me. This podcast is outrageous it yeah. is chaotic it is necessary <laughs> and necessary. i'm so glad q's here for it mm-hmm. me too thank you all ladies and yes hello listeners q one of our absolute everybody's our favorite over at the mj cast q of the mj cast we're super happy to have him here we can't wait for all the other folks of the mj cast to also join us but this is super special for us because We have a special place in our collective Black Jackson Estate hearts for Q because Q has been cheerleading us from literally day one. That's not an exaggeration either. How could I not, though? How could I not? (laughs) You guys are doing the Lord's work out there. (laughs) For real. Like, we can only do so much over at the MJ cast, but you guys are bringing the perspective that we can't. And that was so essential. And what took you so long? We needed you. We needed you. And we're so happy that you guys are such a huge success because essential is the word for real. That is very nice of you to say. User two can kind of speak to this. That that definitely makes our hearts feel good because that's why we started recording the podcast. Is that not right, user two? I mean, it's so hard being an American all of the time. And then we have this wonderful Black American experience that is truly unique. I mean, and I think our perspective coming from the South in particular, I think you know, we have an interesting view on what it's like to be a Michael Jackson fan and, and a fan of the Jackson family. And, you know, I I feel like y'all probably had more access in Australia to Michael than we did in America, because at some point, at least by the time we were old enough to actually go to events, Michael was done with America. Mm. So, um, so glad that you're here to give that um, Australian point of view and we can kind of just bring these worlds together this is a real heal the world moment make it a better place (laughs) amen 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 i mean that's just that's just that's real talk you know it is difficult being a michael fan it's actually not difficult being a like a black michael fan but an american michael fan like the american press has decided that right now he's not you know like okay we'll talk about some news but you know kim kardashian's daughter decided to dress up as michael for halloween and just the level of hate this kid i mean how old is the kid like nine ten 
got for wearing. And I mean, she wasn't just dressed up like Michael. She had authentic gear. She had like the hat. And I think she, I don't something else was real too, like his. It was his, and she, she this got was just a her lot of Michael. Wear. Yeah, she got Michael and Janet stuff from the from their auctions. I mean, Kim, she know that shit is worth uh yeah. everything that is worth. I mean, she's got the money. Let yeah. the kid play in it. You can't do it. You can't afford it. Yeah. Why yeah. not let Why not let little Northy do it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, they kind of came after him. Like, she's a kid. She's enjoying, you know, she's whatever. But anyway, you know, you know how that goes. But anyway, Q, we're so happy to have you here. User 1.5, how are you doing? How are you feeling about this episode with our very special guest, Q? And, you know, get, talk to the people. They haven't heard from you yet. Listen, I am so excited that Q was here. Q is our Australian silver fox, and we are so happy that he's here. Like, I swear, I at least twice a week, we're on Instagram messaging, talking, and so I'm just really excited. Next time, we have to come to Perth, Australia, and we'll do it in person, and we'll get tacos. Yes, yes. I'll find some tacos somewhere. There's a I was say, tacos park. ain't they thing. Like, I what's know. the thing? What are we, we going to eat? We've got, we there's a, there's a chain in Perth. It's a good one. It's called Guzman and Gomez and uh, they do some good tacos, but uh, there's a koala park, like a little sanctuary just oh. up the road, like within 10 minutes, it's less than 10 minute drive. And uh, you can actually pay to hold the koalas and get photos. Uh, and it's actually the one where you see photos of Michael back in the mid 80s holding a koala um it's the same park it did change locations a couple of kilometers i think but it is the same place kahunu wildlife park and it's the same one where michael visited they've got a photo of him up in their foyer (gasps) holding the koalas it's literally just up the road from where i live and the the deal is sealed we're going to australia we're going yeah we're going to see koalas yeah we need to go we know that just sounds like a wonderful experience. So yeah, if we show up at your front door, um, just, you know, let us in and, uh, of course, you know, we won't become squatters, but we're going to hang out, you know, get some food, see the koalas. What else can we get into? And then we'll go home. You know, that's it. Great trip. Yeah. It's a great trip, but we're really excited to have Q on because again, he is one of our favorites in the Michael Jackson community. And so we're excited. We love talking to other Michael fans. Q is not the first. If you, if you go back in time, you'll see a couple of episodes out there where we're interacting with different people in the Michael Jackson fan community, because we just love Michael fans, whether it's a live episode from the black Jackson estate where we had folks phone in and video in and talk with us live. Or if it's uh, an episode where we just had some friends who we've met across the country come in and talk about things like um, a brother not named Michael. And we talk about the the Jackson brothers and their solo efforts or uh, gone to live concerts, which, you know, at, at a certain place, it becomes difficult. A lot of people have not, if you're in a certain age bracket, you just didn't get enough years in before he he was no longer here or performing. So we just love talking to other fans and we love hearing their perspective on Michael and his career. So we're very honored to have Q with us today. Thank you so much, Q. You're welcome. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Today's episode is sponsored by the Black Jackson Estate Patreon community. 
We want to give a big shout out to all our donors and all of our patrons of the Black Jackson Estate. If you're not currently a patron of the Black Jackson Estate, you should be. I don't know what you're waiting on. It's exclusive content over there that you cannot get anywhere else. We're not going to release it to the masses. It's only for the classes. Now I'm rhyming. Like I don't understand. How long did it take you to come saying, up with that? No. She should have took some more time. You need, you need to figure right. it out on your own time. If you figure it out on your own time, you'll, you'll be good. Okay? But we want to dedicate this episode, especially to those folks who are supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much. Thank you a thousand times over for donating your time, your energy, your coin to help support this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Hey, listen, if you're not a patron, of the Black Jackson said Patreon, you can go over there right now and subscribe. And if you're not ready to subscribe, you can still support this podcast. You can donate via PayPal, Cash App, shout us out, show some love, show some support, and we certainly will give you a shout out on this podcast. So we thank you so much. I want to read a couple of comments. Our last episode, guys, was on Halloween, which we do every year, minus I think the first year. I think that's what we determined. We hadn't done it the first year. We started this podcast, but every year subsequent, we have done a Halloween uh, spooky season episode. And the last episode, we uh, talked about the making of spooky season from Michael Jackson. And we got a lot of commentary. And I want to highlight some of the commentary inside of the Patreon community. And users, did you guys get a chance to to kind of see what was happening inside the chats and the Patreon concerning um, our last episode? Yeah, I, I I read every single comment that anybody types in on Patreon. I may not always answer um, because it's three of us. So between the three of us, somebody answers. Um, but yeah, uh, listen, spooky season is always stressful because it's really hard to talk about thriller and ghosts in different ways every year. <laughs> so uh, I can't wait to hear what you're going to read because I don't know what you're going to say. Let's do it. So let's do it. So the first is a comment. It's a shout out to user three point. Is he 3.0, 3.5? Is he 3.5? Jaden. Jaden is. is Jaden is 3.5. That's official. He's 3.5. He's, he's an user, user 1.5 son who joined us on that last episode. So someone said user 3.5 sounds so sweet. I love how he defends Michael about the Halloween memes. How old is he? So shout out to user 3.5. So user 3.5 did join us on the last episode and he gave us some perspective on what the kid is, the kids is talking about out here when it comes to Michael Jackson at Halloween time. Cause Michael takes kind of some hits at Halloween. He goes good direction and a bad direction. Um, so uh, shout out to user 3.5 for joining us and getting some feedback from the Michael fan community. They appreciate you. How old's uh, Jaden? 15? It's 14. 14 strong 14 yeah so we got the yeah. four, the teenage perspective was they don't they don't know anything i think the vcr versus dvd player section was probably my favorite part for Jaden. i hope y'all <laughs> listen to that episode yeah. if you haven't go back that was funny i laughed out loud when i heard it and for those of you who haven't listened to it you should but let me tell you when i asked him what you play a vhs tape on and he said dvd player i knew i knew <laughs> You knew you that were it was that we were going downhill from there. Mm-hmm. I just, I just <laughs> you know. Yeah. God bless him. He's just a little pup and, you know, he doesn't know a whole lot. Um, and uh, so, but he knows some Michael, that's for sure. He has no choice. 
so another comment we had still coming from our Patreon community is that it was an answer to the question we posed on the last podcast, which was had Ghost surpassed Michael Jackson as in Thriller as Michael always wanted. He was always trying to top Thriller. He just couldn't let Thriller be Kane. Well, what would you do? What are you let gonna do? Thriller go, be Kane? You're gonna go put your feet up on the couch and not moonwalk? Like, what do you want? Yeah, go sit down and relax. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> let Thriller be Kang. You know, it's just like, you know how you make, a, sometimes you make a dish and it's your signature dish, but one time you make it real good and everybody say, oh, wow, that was fantastic. You don't try to duplicate it. You just say, you remember that time I made yeah, that casserole? Yeah, well, he did. He made a whole album that said, remember the time. Well, it's not the whole <laughs> album, but. <laughs> you know, let that casserole stand alone. That's all I'm saying. I'm on fire today. Let the casserole stand alone. So anyway, did Ghost achieve its goal of surpassing Thriller? And the, the, the comment to this was, it might have, but it definitely has not. It's too long. It's ill-paced with everything happening in the same ballroom, and it became repetitive. The promotion was terrible. This feels very slanderous against ghosts, and I'm not going <laughs> to allow it. I, well, you know, I love the, uh, Listen, the comment is what it is. You need to just relax and let me finish reading it. You know, okay? I just think we need to pray about it before we start doing things like this. You know, well, I just... I, I'm going to amen this. It's probably why I picked it. Um, it was talked about in Canes in spring of 97. And then unless you were lucky enough to be in Europe and buy the collector's VHS several you months mean can? later. I was going to say it's Canes. Is it can or can? <laughs> it's two ends. You sound like an American French, now. beloved. I'm not French. I it's don't in Cannes. Go ahead, beloved. Go ahead and read Take- on. It's only months later. Jesus. When the ghost single came out, that you could see something on MTV. And even that was just a four-minute summary music video until it came on YouTube maybe 15 years later. And you couldn't see it anywhere. And non-fan usually don't even know it exists. The dancing is amazing, but there's no signature move. Ask anyone to do the thriller dance and they'll know it. Everybody knows it. Ask any fan to do the ghost dance. And unless you're a performer yourself, you won't know. There's nothing in there for us mere mortals. That's it's not, not true. It's not groundbreaking. That's not it's true. The not Michael Jackson experience. Listen, game are you on we says that that's not true because I have I have tried that drop down low and sweep the flow with it move. And ghost. I know you didn't hit that. I did not. I didn't make okay. it. <laughs> I didn't. And the last, how old was Michael doing that? 35? He was almost 40. Yeah. I can't. No, thanks. And then the last tale in this sense, the the slander is going to be attached to this commentary. I'm just going to read the last sentence. And then again, the general public barely knew it existed anyway. Okay. Q, I'm curious to to know your take on Ghost versus Thriller. What, What do you think? Do you think Michael did it? with ghosts did what he wanted to do with ghosts i think he made what he wanted to there wasn't stopping there nothing stopped him from making what he wanted to let's like yeah let's make this 35 minutes long and but i don't think it got the attention it deserved like america didn't even get it in the box set did they no, well, I've got two set. of them. I went and bought two of them over here. We got it in Australia. I bought two. Hold on, we don't have what? that. What's happening? You what? We got it. We got it in the cinema as well. I saw it in the cinema. 
Uh, it was what you, you had to buy the history album again, which was over here like $50 on CD. Had to buy the history album again to get an uh, invite to see a screening of it at the cinema. Wow, what yeah. we get, we got when I told we got you, cheated. Michael hated America. Oh my god. <laughs> We got it on VH1, basically. Like, yeah, with commercials. It was with never, commercials. It yes. was never Maybe in once. stores. And this was, you know, it wasn't like you could go on www.michaeljackson.com back then and order it. Like, yeah. Wow. It's a really nice box set, too. Like, that, all they ha- would have to do now is literally recreate the box set and just drop in a Blu ray of it instead of the VHS. And you know, you don't. It also did include the Blood on the Dance Floor album, so I don't know if that helped the record sales on the Blood album. And I was like, we've already got this album; like, doesn't need to be in here. But it's a really nice box set with a beautiful picture disc for the On the Line single. Wow! Like stunning picture disc and a small version recreation of the Cannes Film Festival program, like a glossy little program from when it did the film premiere at the Cannes Festival. Wow. It's a stunning Why is everyone box saying Cannes today? I thought it was also, Cannes. I don't know. I it's an accent thing. Who knows? I'm not okay. French. We done told you we're not we're not Frenchy Frenchy. <laughs> so so I don't know what else you want to hear. Oh, but but okay. I think in pop culture thriller wins the battle. And yeah. it, and so it should. So it, it should, should. Amen. Now, I don't know why user 1.5 fights this so hard. Because I feel like Ghost is like the kid that gets picked last at volleyball. You know, like, I just feel so bad for it. And honestly, the dancing is top notch. It is. It, It really is. And it is a shame it did not get the attention it deserves because it deserves attention. It, yeah. Like if Michael had got his wish for like a sort of yearly Halloween TV special, which I imagine would have included ghosts, I think the impact would be bigger. And I would have been happy to watch that TV special every year. And he should have had a yearly Halloween special because Halloween is his season. Like what other pop star has their own season except for Mariah Carey? And we're sick of her. No, she, we love her. Well, you speak oh my for God, yourself. So you She's knocking years. on the door. She's ready to come back. <laughs> yeah, she already busted she the door. She had, up a, she had a commercial out the next day, literally <laughs> oh, on 11-1. At midnight, she dropped on Twitter, or I think it was maybe all her social media platforms, her going from a witch to like uh-huh, the, the Christmas, baby. To like Christmas, saying Mrs. Claus. Like I was like, honey, listen, how long did it take you to do this? Your team been ready. Mm-hmm. That's who, whoever is in charge of her team. That's who the, the Michael Jackson estate needs. But that's another. They story. will never. That's a whole other show. Mariah spends <laughs> all 10 months prior planning for Christmas. We talked about this on the podcast and we said, if y'all want to be on Mariah time, that means in May, you got to be recording your spooky content to be released in October. And we know that Michael Jackson estate is never going to be that organized. My goodness. (laughs) But wow. I mean, I'm so glad that you were able to tell us everything that was in that box set that we've never seen in our lives. Thank you, Q. Come over and visit. I'll show it to you. Yeah. Oh, a screening at Q's house. Oh yeah. That's what we need. Oh, hang on. Hang on. I haven't got a VHS player. Neither do we. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I do. I'll bring mine. Does yours work? Work? It works. Sure. It works. I have one. I have one in storage somewhere. It's like a VHS slash DVD player because you know y'all remember uh-huh. when it was the line. You know we were on yep. the line. So I yep. have a VHS slash DVD player now. Whether it works or not, I don't know because it's been sitting in a storage unit for God knows how many years. But Why wouldn't it? We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll can we fly to Australia with with major electronics? I'm pretty yeah. sure we can make I, it. That ain't no major electronic, baby. That's a Neanderthal. Yeah. At this, point. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, "What are you going to do, ma'am? What you doing that? Is that ma'am, a paperweight? You need to go to, to the bootleg? excess baggage line. Excess baggage line. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably take it off your hands. To be quite honest, it's like you don't need this. We do need it, but yeah, you don't need it. Yeah, it's funny because now they're like four or five hundred dollars on eBay. Yeah. See, now we're all Ooh. wishing we had made different decisions, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> They're quite expensive. So well, shout out to the VHS uh, collectors because you are sitting on a gold mine. But thank you so much to our Patreon community for interacting with us, supporting our podcast. Thank you so much. We wanted to highlight you guys. Thank you, boo. We love you. If you want to donate to the Black Jackson Estate, we've already told you how. If you want to follow us on social media, I'm user one. I run the tweets when I'm tweeting and, you know, y'all got a break from me right now. User 1.5 runs our Instagram. You can find us at www.instagram.com backslash BLK Jack Estate. User 1.5's personal Twitter. Oh, so lovely. Twitter.com backslash Reina Latoya. User two, the beauty of the blue is at twitter.com backslash Ashley Blue. That's Ashley A S H L E I K Blue. No cap. Thank you. And Q, tell the folks where they can find you. On Twitter, I am What Was The Q. And over on Instagram, it is the sequel. So it's What Was The Q 2. Just add the numeral 2 to the end. If you're going to follow me, drop me a DM. So I just don't think you're some random bot or some random creeper send a dm dms open send a dm hey q i'm following you i heard you on the black jackson estate and then cool i won't block you because i think you're a crazy bot exactly we have to run clearance so there you go do what he asked and you'll be in like swimwear hey do you love us do you hate us? You got any questions? You want to send us some fanfic, which we still are reading, guys. Send it to us. People send us fanfic. Memes, everything in between. You think it's funny and it's cool and like we would enjoy it. Send it to us. We enjoy your commentary. We love it when you contact us and let us know that you're loving the podcast. Shout out to our little homie that said we reminded him of like the living single cast. Like that was the vibe he got when he listened to our podcast. I thought that was super cool because we all grew up watching living single and it's like still a great show so that we give you that vibe and that you're feeling what we're doing from a Michael Jackson lens. We really appreciate you. You can email us at the black Jackson state at gmail.com. All right, you guys hear that? You know what that is? That's the news music. We're moving into it. There's so much Michael Jackson news. You would never think there are artists putting out music daily, monthly, yearly, and they don't have this much news. Here we are still dealing with news fresh from the King of Pop and his legacy. Let's talk about it. Thriller Nights 2022. Thriller Nights is an annual charity event co-sponsored by Hill LA 
which is a foundation, a nonprofit founded by Michael Jackson's eldest son, Prince Michael Jackson Jr., and the D.D. Jackson Foundation, which was founded by D.D. Jackson's children, who are also the children of Tito Jackson, in honor of her memory and her legacy. And each year they come together at Havenhurst and throw a grand, I mean, 10 out of 10 party um, that is designed to raise money and awareness for their respective uh, nonprofits and their collective efforts. And this year has been no different. 2022 Thriller Nights had some interesting things. Now let's talk about Thriller Nights 2022. You know, who, who, you know, who to who, if you went to the party and you're on the line, you know, good and daggone well. (laughs) Man. Student loans taken care of. You talking about going to that party? Joe, write that check. You can go next year. No, that money's going right (laughs) to Nelnet. Are you kidding me? No way. Oh, man. Well, let's talk about it a little bit. Thriller Nights is now becoming a real annual event. And we want to give a special shout out to MJ Fangirl, who l- was literally live, you know, taping this and recording this um, from inside the party. She attended again this year. She did the same thing last year. And shout out to her. If you don't follow her, she's at MJ Fangirl blog on Twitter and also follow her on YouTube. If you haven't seen inside the party from this year, did anyone uh, get a chance to see some clips, either hers or anyone else's from this year's party? I was seeing the uh, photos from uh, our wonderful friend Elise. She was there rocking her Max from Stranger Things costume. And uh, she was sharing some terrific pictures through the night. Jenkins from the OG Michael Jackson podcast, the Mm -hmm. Moonwalks, Moonwalk Talks podcast, like Honestly, we at the MJ cast owe everything to him. He he had opened the door and set the standard. Um, he was there and dressed brilliantly as uh, the David Bowie character from The Labyrinth. He was looking amazing, uh, but he was sharing incredible, incredible photos. So head over to his socials to see what he was sharing. But even Charlie Thompson was there. The Charlie Thompson was there as well. It's like it was literally the who's wow. who, wasn't it? It was incredible. And Elise is Charlie a user, so we have to. Is she? Yeah, Elise. Yes, she sure is. E is a user. She's a super user. I didn't know Charlie went like so. You guys really? I mean, y'all jumped on the plane. They did. I didn't. I'm still waiting for my invite. <laughs> I've got no money. I'm poor ass flight attendants don't earn any money. My God, I'm yeah, I'm still waiting for a complimentary ticket or something. Yeah, don't worry, we're here in the states and we're still like, where's that complimentary ticket? Because we can't go yeah. across the country. Oh no, can't afford it. Not right now. Uh-uh. No. We ain't got it. We ain't got it. Not Usher before Christmas. Yeah, inflation. No, there's yeah. inflation happening. Oh, Let's talk about so that expensive to fly. It is. So, but what I'm a what a party. Went. Yeah, yeah, I'm so glad they went. So glad. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of the, the photos from from um, social media, uh, Instagram specifically, uh, and MJ Fangirl. She did. I mean, a really great. I mean, I was sitting there like, how you get how you get invited again though? Like, can we like can we spread it around? So. <laughs> 
But you know what? The Lord knew I didn't need to be there because Taj was there. And Taj was, will never allow you within 20 feet of him. He don't want you to are terrible. You're the worst. And first of I all, I don't know. And I, I'm not saying this. I don't know. People may have gotten, you know, complimentary tickets, but this was a charity event. So I do know that the tickets were on sale for purchase. Um, so, and you know, that's probably how most people entered in Trar. How much were they were, in U.S. dollars? Was like twelve hundred or something? No, boo. It was Whoa. like it was no, like two K or something. Two thousand like unaffordable. Wow. <laughs> but it was for charity, so it was, a, it was for a good, um, right? Good. Yeah, reason. And so is my rent. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be homeless. I'm gonna be on Skid Row. You I- are. Honey, you ain't gonna make it on Skid Row. You gonna be on Skid Row. They gonna get you. Beat it. <laughs> Beat it. Yeah, it's either the it's either Thriller Night or Rent, and I chose Rent. So <laughs> shout out to everybody who else who has it because I sure didn't. No one wants to be the street. Does anyone know? Does anyone know what BG was dressed as? Himself. Uh, He's himself. hoodie with a book. Himself. <laughs> okay. Let's talk yeah. about it because. I was so weak when I saw that young man. Did he have his tablet or something? Like he was totally. He had a book. He had (laughs) a paperback book. book. This man had a hardback. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on, BG? (laughs) I loved it, but I was like, I don't get it. But that's cool. Can you imagine, like, yeah, like, yeah, dude, like, a lot of the people coming are fans of our dad, and that's why they're here, and they come every year, and they pay, they help pay towards the foundation's goals. Can you please just dress up this year? No. No. I'm going to go check out this book, though. (laughs) Right. Let me find my Marvel t-shirt and some jeans real quick. I think BG really might be um, antisocial, but, like one of those antisocial folks who forces himself to show up because you know because he has to yeah he doesn't even have to but it's his brother's event so it's like you know i'll pop up and it's at the house so it's not like he can't just go to the living room a big respect for that like it's good that he showed up and it did used to be his event he used to organize it right he don't got the whip on him like a lot of us had the whip on us when we were younger like i don't care what you don't want to do guess what you're gonna do (laughs) (laughs) right and that's he need Joe. All, he need Joe. Joe would have the whip now. on him. No, oh my God. That's we why we're don't all seeing that. therapists because yeah. y'all don't care what you want to do. Black families yeah. be like, I don't care what you don't want to do. Now that's Let me true. tell you what you're going to do. But also black families never host Halloween parties. Oh, that's no. That's <laughs> demonic. We don't. <laughs> no, no, we do Hallelujah no. night. We didn't even tell our mom we were having a Halloween party because she would have tried to throw holy water <laughs> on basically, y'all. Basically, yeah, yeah. And Catherine nice. would have done the same thing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder Shout if Miss Katie was at the house when all these people were like traipsing. Through. She like, is in Calabasas, and, and you like... know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. She Her and Ruby are watching like some family TV show oh, yeah. in the right. living room. Hallmark, Lifetime. Eat, yeah. Yeah. Eat, Hallmark, on eating a bowl of candy. <laughs> family Feud. I can't imagine them watching Family Feud and Mama Kate with them hot Cheetos. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. The hot Shout Cheetos out to BG. Janet doesn't, she's never seen in her life, allegedly. 
Yeah, we, we Where was Latoya? She's never at that Kathy party, Hilton. right? On a plane with Kathy Hilton. Oh, oh yeah. yeah she course, was. She did post right. that picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's, she's never like, at this party, though, right? Am I trying no, Right. I, and if anyone is, loves a costume, it's Latoya. I think Latoya <laughs> right. is waiting on her diamond for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I think she's going to slowly transition into a friend of the show and then possibly be a main character. I just don't bring think, it on. Yeah, I, it's. I think Kathy Hilton's giving her the soft tees. So mm. Andy, Andy Cohen, listen, if you get your hands on Latoya, you be gentle, motherfucker. Right? He better mm-hmm. not act a fool because we you be will fucking fight. Gentle, okay? But she will fight as well. I, just yeah. give her own show. But she yeah. would fight as well. Don't forget, I, you guys did that great episode where you went through all the sisters, right? Yeah, we love yes. and. And you listed how hard LaToya worked, like how many reality shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys talked about the time LaToya was a police officer, like and went through tased. police oh, yes. training. And I remember that, tased. yeah. <laughs> she got maced. Because everything. She went through it. And I don't know if you've actually ever seen any of the episodes and rest in peace, my friend TJ, who showed me some of the episodes with La- LaToya in it. She was going to houses where there was like uh, – domestic violence and she was talking to the to the ladies that was in these awful situations and she was like chasing people latoya was a cop so latoya can look after herself as well i agree she was absolutely one of the feds on that show she totally Mm -hmm. embodied it and it was the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life i will never forget watching that tv show whatever it was called yeah I am yeah. here for Latoya. Yeah. If you yeah, ever get like Latoya on your show, please call. Q, you're like the fifth person to say this. Like you guys need to get Latoya. We gotta have her, and please. we're just gonna throw it out there. We're gonna we're gonna hit her up and see if she what she says. Maybe I can ask her. I can tell her that I was named after her because that's a lie. Is the truth? It's no, not I was a lie. Where's her name my mama is Latoya, you did, but so she wasn't yeah. named after her. I was. Named Does it matter anyway? <laughs> Right. It's the story we can tell her. Okay. Oh it's goodness. all about making connections. The, you got to, the, the, it's the why, right? You got to get the buy-in. Have you taken corporate? Uh, well, you might as well try to get your training. buy-in because Stephanie Mills is not about the business. Oh, God. But we're going to keep harassing listen, her. I sent you a message, ma'am, <laughs> and you haven't opened it yet. Please read my DM. Meanwhile, she did, she did three hours with Questlove Supreme. I was so embarrassed. <gasps> I was like, damn. <laughs> but she probably know him. She don't know us. We get to roll up on her house. I'm going to have to show up at a show. No, not at her house. That's Why not? We can go to a show. I was okay. going to say, because I've got the North Carolina voter file. So we can Don't abuse your, your, your power. I um, could. I'm just The saying. show would probably be better. You're right. Either way. Yeah. Roll up on Latoya and let's see what she says. She might be down, you know? So let's talk a little bit more. Let's 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 conclude this thriller night situation so we know we had some celebrities in the house we had chris tucker i don't know who else was there but i did see that there was a video that was put on with other celebrities like flex and cedric the entertainer um steve harvey some other people too who gave a shout out to the thriller album turning 40 and i thought that was really cool um so apparently some awards were given out and I think Chris Tucker got an award and I think Steve Harvey also received an award and he thanked Prince's foundation for that. So that was really nice to see on the back end. Of course, Taj was there. TJ was there. I didn't see Terrell, but I'm a, I, did anyone know if Terrell was there? Did not see him. Terrell's still in Nashville, you know? 
That's where he lives now. Okay. So at least two thirds of 3T, 66% in the house. I believe Terrell, I mean, TJ was like, maybe, I don't know what he was, but Taj was like, well, he was a cat in a hat. You're right. You're right, Q. He was cat in a hat. And Taj was um, Yogi Berra or Gummy Berra. Yogi Berra, Gummy Berra. Puppy Puppy (laughs) Berra. Why are you saying Berra? But what was he though, really? I really thought he was was a a bear. He's not a pup. He's a a bear. Well, all I saw was his dreads coming out of the front of whatever. It looked like a onesie kind of situation, like a like a bodysuit, like onesie with a hood. Where can I see this? Where can I see that? (laughs) There's nothing on his Instagram. I'm looking at it now. Because he knows better than to post a party when we still haven't gotten a press release. Oh no. Oh, here we go. She's about to spiral. That's exactly where she wanted to go. She was going to find a way to get there regardless. He's this a woman demands that was the pivot. press release. She demands her mm-hmm. press release. But Taj did take a moment to speak about uh, the D.D. Jackson Foundation. I think, what do you guys think? Overall, it's every year it's a good effort with a good end, right? Like a means to an end, something that's really positive. I think that Um, maybe some of the frustration comes in maybe with looking for more content from Taj for his documentary, but regardless, the, the thriller nights event seems to always go off really well and achieve its goal. What do you guys think? I am zooming in on this book that BG had, like it was (laughs) homework. It doesn't even. That boy is not. He's not even in school. He's not in college. He's not doing like a community. Why he need to do that? He live in rich. Why he need to do that? I damn sure would not tell you that. Oh, okay. Um. Also, Tevin Campbell was at this event. Really? Oh wow! Like what? Not can we talk, Tevin Campbell? I am. Where was our invite? right very lost i demand to speak to the manager yeah i feel very left out like i i don't understand um y'all's invite was under your twenty five hundred dollars bg literally has this notepad and book in several pictures i love it i love it it has to be notes on the people okay so i finally found video of taj and i'm gonna tell you what he has on it's a onesie <laughs> that he likely got from Target. It is a bear. I said it was a bear raw. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you keep saying it? Because <laughs> it could be Yogi Bera. It could be, it could be Gummy Bera. It it's, could be Boo Boo like, Bera. I don't like, remember Boo Boo. Like, That's your Bera. I don't. I don't like the way you say Bera. I want to move on from this. <laughs> yes. Taj this is, is, Taj Taj is, is in a onesie era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in his cub era for sure. Uh, yeah okay well shout out to taj and the onesie um but i mean like i said it's a good event it goes well every year shout out to prince for continuing to do this i love how excited he gets about celebrating his father's legacy i think that's something that i never get tired of seeing um because it just really cements the idea that michael was such an a good father to his children that they want to celebrate him. And even the child who would like to not be there still shows up with his notebook because they honor their father. And I think that's awesome. And Lord knows the estate are not doing it. So 
Ooh, how hard how hard would it be for the estate to launch like a thriller line of Halloween decorations? Throw those into Target nice. every yeah. year. Seriously, yeah. how hard would that be? Apparently, incredibly, because these fuckers yeah. can't even get a good picture that's not pixelated up oh on the goddamn God. Twitter Instagram account. I'm sick of it. John, yeah. reveal yourself. <laughs> <laughs> John has you on his block list. I can almost yeah. guarantee you that. Yeah, well, so does Anita Baker. Why does she block you? What did you do to her? I, I have no idea. Hashtag unblock me Anita Baker if you want to <laughs> try to unpack it. But no. I have no idea. What We're I not going on that campaign. We're not hashtagging for you. No, it's fine. We're not it's doing fine. that. On that note, Miss Anita Baker can block whomever she wants, and you're just you're just exactly. Out. You're I'm out. not uh, listen. Out. I, that's yeah. why I have a burner because when I mm-hmm. need to see what she's got going on, which <laughs> Obviously, I do. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the burn, mm-hmm. but otherwise, yeah, but it's fine. Official That's my is out. Yeah, your official is out. Yeah. And and we're gonna wrap up this news with one final thing, and that is the annual thriller challenge hashtag thriller challenge, which by its efforts, and I'm sure by its efforts in large part, Michael Jackson's thriller reached number one on iTunes. I don't know where else it may have gone number one, but that song continues to chart high each year as fans push it towards the top by promoting streaming, purchasing, watching, requesting at your local um, radio stations. What do you guys think about Michael Jackson being number one again? The Thriller Challenge, the success of it. Let me hear what you sound off on it. Tell me. Thanks for nothing, Michael Jackson estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... You know, I think I said this on one of our Patreon episodes. I will happily stream Thriller every day in the month of October. I'm not buying it again. We've already purchased multiple times. And the ja- the the Michael Jackson estate can't seem to get their stuff together enough to even give us visual anything. With I mean, if you think about all of the hours of film that we have from the making of Thriller, they could throw something together. But, you know, I think it's awesome that the fans are are, are pulling together to, to, to keep my, Michael at number one. So he would be proud. Michael would be proud. It's the fans doing the hard work again. They're out there sharing links. Here's all the different platforms you can stream it on. Did they share the links on the official no, account once? No, no, no not they once. Could at least weird, retweet. Seriously. But here's this weird word art font picture of the number 40 for Thriller 40 <laughs> with some song that we've already got. Woo-hoo. Yay. Mm-hmm. If you guys do not follow, head to Twitter. Uh, there's a, an account which is brilliant. It's like a parody account of the MJ Estates Twitter. And it's at MJ underscore estate numeral seven. At MJ underscore estate seven. It is hilarious. They're like, buy Triller 40, and they're like putting web links that are broken and blurry pictures up. (laughs) It is so accurate. It is so accurate to like what the real MJ Clown Estate does. It's hilarious. So I highly recommend not following the official one and following this one. It's it's so good. We got to check them out. Yeah, I think it's funny that they, they take so much hate from the fan community, at least the ones who are willing to actually not be 
so desperate for any content that they will not attack them when appropriate because it's still an it's still a illegitimate estate but that's a whole nother thing you know but at either rate the estate is a hot ass mess and i it makes me wonder how much control his children really have because they have to see yeah they have no control at all period And they go, it just feels like they go along to maybe get along because to rattle the cage, mm-hmm. maybe they don't, maybe they don't even feel secure in their ability to rattle the cage to do anything. Well, I'll tell you this. Michael would not be pleased that the Prince estate has been 100 leaps and bounds over Michael's estate. Michael would not be pleased because you know him and Prince were frenemies. So he tried to stay on top of, of whatever prince had going on and shout out to the prince estate good for y'all good for y'all nobody nobody nobody's on tv talking crazy about prince that worked for prince new prince that you know what i mean michael jackson like we were watching something the other day michael jackson's got people that worked in his house talking about him like estate reel that in hun reel that in what are y'all doing but anyway we're moving on go ahead uh, john said i'm michael jackson now so there's that um, but anyway, Thriller tops the charts again, thanks to the amazing work of Michael Jackson's fan. I mean, if you had to, I just need, I just need, you know, my significant other to be down for me. Like Michael Jackson fans are down for Michael Jackson. Cause everything, I feel like everything's cool at that point. That's true. You got a real one at that point. Cause you could be dead wrong. And guess what? They going to ride to the wheels fall off. Jack's lease. <laughs> And Q, we hope your husband ride for you like that. If he don't, you know, just, you know, let us know. And when we show up, we'll roll up. So. Oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. We we have like a Halloween party for our nephews and our friends' kids. We do like a little festival in the backyard. They leave with like a little, uh, a little show bag of treats and lollies and party toys and stuff. Uh, he goes, he goes crazy. Like the last couple of years, he's taken this idea and run with it. There's always these big, Halloween decoration parcels arriving. And then we go do it out the front on the actual 31st. So actual Halloween night, because in Australia, Halloween's slowly over the last few years grown into a presence. Like you can mm-hmm. walk into Target and uh, Kmart and department stores and buy decorations and costumes and things. Uh, and a couple of houses decorate um, because, you know, you can go buy your Disney Halloween stuff at Target we go pretty big out the front. We had over 200 kids trick or treat wow. at our house this year. It was the biggest ever. It was massive. And you better believe that uh, my husband in the playlist of music that he sits there and he hits play, there's Thriller. There is like Thriller in that playlist. So get you, know. you a real one like Q's man. That's what you need. Oh, yeah. A real I am one. blessed. Yeah. So, you know, Cube might be winning here, guys. If you if you did something super special for Halloween and you had your Halloween spirit intact, send us a note, send us some pictures. We want to see what you did, how you enjoyed Spooky Season brought to you by Michael Jackson each and every year. Um, Q definitely, Q might share some of this with you guys, but, uh, you know, it might put you to shame. It's pretty extensive here. So shout out to Q and his husband for going the extra, extra mile and making Halloween special for the the kids in his community. Michael season. Michael's season. All right, guys, we're going to do a hard pivot into our main topic of discussion today. And we are talking about songs 
influential songs, top songs that have sampled Michael Jackson and the artists that were allowed to sample Michael Jackson and what we think about those tracks. It's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned right here to the Black Jackson Estate. All right. So we are jumping into the meat and potatoes of this episode. And in honor of Q being on the Black Jackson Estate podcast today, we want to do something fun. So we are going to talk about the top seven Michael Jackson samples in other artists' music. The best way I can describe a sample for all of you guys listening is you hear something and you're like, I know that song. But it's not the song, eh? No? Okay. All right. I didn't get I didn't, I didn't get anything from that. I so, mean, yeah, basically <laughs> you know, interpretation. The I know when yeah. I was doing the research for this, I was like, huh, sample, cover, but they're two different things. And so I think people when they think of a sample, um, they think of a cover and they're two different things. Samples can can be the rhythm, the melody, the speech, sounds bars of music and it can be layered equalized sped up or slowed down looped manipulated in any way and it is still considered a sample of music so you guys but everybody has the notes but without looking at the notes can you all tell me if michael jackson ever used samples in his music in his oh, yes. music yes yes Heaps. So, so what what's your favorite Michael Jackson's him or a sample that you just want to shout out that Michael Jackson used in his music. Okay, so this one isn't quite a sample, but I like um come together. It's a whole remake, but in a way it's almost like a reinterpolation because the the music that he did was completely different from the way the Beatles did it. So, I fucks will come together. That's probably not the best example. What were you going to do, Q? Well, he like Dangerous has probably a good number but you know even michael was sampling he was educating us on classical music with beethoven and things like that also even let's let's talk about invincible that had the mm-hmm. um big yeah in un, uh unbreakable which i love that song that song hit hard um that had biggie smalls sample in it yes i love that's like oh. If anybody who's listened to this show, Unbreakable is my going to work when I worked for corporate song. I would oh, listen yeah. to that. <laughs> I would listen to that in the car on the way to work. And I'd be like, all right, y'all not y'all ain't got no, no, no. That is your testimony every that time we talk it, about it. And it really is because the Lord had Michael write that song for me when I was yeah. in corporate. Yeah, that was when I would work in retail. That was my <laughs> song. Oh, you definitely need that for retail. You will not break me. Because right. I'm terrible. untouchable. And I know you hate it. Hey. You're not going to break me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Michael, he did samples right from off the wall era. He was, he was, and I think a big part of artists using samples is tributing like they they love an artist, they respect them so much. They're like, I love this song and this piece of art by this incredible artist so much. So I am going to give a little bit of this to you to educate you and to pay tribute to this artist and song that I love in my own work. And he was doing it right from early days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about um, in Michael Jackson's biggest uh, black influences. We talked about him using. Um, 
the Shimon from um, mm-hmm. Mavis Staples. Um, we talked about, I mean, shoot, he just, him and James Brown were like kindred spirits. Um, but as Q was saying, Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 9, he sampled that and Will You Be There and Dangerous. He sampled Heat Waves, Boogie Nights, and Off the Wall. And as Q already mentioned, Biggie Smalls is unbelievable in Unbreakable. And there's so many other samples that Michael did, but um, those are the, the three that kind of kind of stood out to me. Because Michael Jackson is a pop icon and the king of pop, there have been so many artists that he influenced and who wanted to use his music in their music. So we're going to talk about some of those samples because some of them are pretty daggone awesome and some of them I didn't know about. So I'm really excited. (laughs) Michael Jackson's songs have been sampled 2,221 times. It's probably more than that at this point. But that's the number we have for this podcast. His songs have been covered 1,211 times and remixed 373 times. And this includes his own covers, samples, and and remixes of his own songs. We all know and love Blood on the Dance Floor and all those remixes we got there. So, Mm. (laughs) All right. So we are going to jump into the list and we are going to start with right here. By SWV, I don't think that anybody can, I don't think we can have a list of MJ samples without talking about SWVs right here, because this was probably the first song that I remember hearing where I was like, that's Michael. Like, that's Michael. Um, So Ashley, hit the tune, girl, so we can hear it. Then we're going to talk about it. Michael and that thong. <laughs> Not in the thong. The, that thong. Ba, bum, bum, bum. All right. So right here is the debut single by the American R&B girl group SWV. It was released on August 20th, 1992, and it is the lead single from their album. It's about time. It charted on the Billboard charts as a double A side with downtown and a remix version referred to as Right Here Human Nature Remix is based around Michael Jackson's 1982 song, Human Nature. Guys, let's talk about, so it's the song spent 22 weeks on the U.S. Hot 100, um, and it spent 34 weeks on the R&B and hip-hop airplay charts, making it one of the most successful R&B songs of 1993. So let's talk about right here, you guys. So was Michael proud? Did this make him proud? Was Michael like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think shout out to Pharrell for his influence in creating this. That's him doing the S, the double, the U, the V. For those that don't know. That's um, who Pharrell? Yeah. Really? That, Pharrell made this beat. Huh? Um, 
Was I he think, like 16? How old was he? Yeah, he was right. he was like, was like a child in school. He was a teenager that would leave band practice and he like interned for Teddy Riley. And this is one of the beats he made. Wow. Um, I think Rump Shaker with Teddy Riley was the other thing that he made around that time. But um, yeah, that's Pharrell at the beginning. Of, well, throughout the song saying SWV. It's a bop forever. I mean, this song, you hear it all Every Black Wedding, most of the cookouts. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. So Human Nature is one of my favorite. I say this about every song, so I'm really not credible at this point. But Human Nature is one of my favorite songs. I love the... Like, that part of the song is always, like, I don't know, does something warm and fuzzy inside for me. Um, So I love that they used... Like, they straight up used the music from Human Nature. Like, they didn't try to change it. They didn't try to do something different with it. They were like, we're going to use this this sound and then we're going to sing something else. Which is what Pharrell's been doing ever since. Ooh. Wow. Shout out to Justified. Wow. Yeah. Man, Jesus. We're trying to keep it positive here. This is the best use of human nature. I think so. You think so? Yeah. Mm -hmm. As far as samples are concerned, Mm -hmm. it's definitely the best one. No question. Because I don't even think SWV doesn't even perform the original version for real. This is the only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because nobody, nobody wanna knows hear the original version. Everybody's like, what is this? This ain't the song that we came to see. Right. So this one's the winner for sure. If we were ranking them, like personally, in our own opinions, this would be my number one. Like you've led yeah. with my number one. That's yeah, correct. This was, I think it's this one. was, yeah, this was the era, like dangerous era. It was when black or white dropped that. I became the mega fan. So this was that era, like Dangerous Tour was happening. You know, we were getting the Dangerous Short Films VHS and then this was on the charts and it got heavy airplay in Australia, I can assure you. And if you play this song now, people still know it. And when I was like asking um, friends and asked the husband, oh, you know, what are some songs that had MJ samples that you can think of? This was the first one he thought of as well. This one and Monica. Um, but, yeah, this this is my number one MJ sample track. I love it. It's it's still in my playlists. I love this song. It's the perfect elements of human nature, and they've used it for their own song in the most perfect way because it matches perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, when I was it's, making this list, that this was the first thing that popped into me. Like, I didn't even have to look for it. Good. It's all good vibes. All good vibes. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think that, so by the time Dangerous comes out, Michael is, well, arguably, I guess, I don't know, moving further away from a a very strong R&B sound. Do you think that, you know, having a lot of R&B artists and hip hop artists decided to sample Michael, what do you guys think that said about his his influence in in music period but just even now he's an 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 established artist he's been around for decades what do you think that says about his influence in music and generally and specifically his influence in black music that he a lot of these samples we're, we're talking about 90s artists black artists what do you guys think that this says about his staying power michael i mean at this point michael's already an icon right he's been around for years so a lot of these artists grew up listening to the jackson five listening to little michael jackson and teenage michael jackson and now adult michael jackson right so it says a lot about 
Michael's path through the music industry that in 1993, when he was how old? He was in his 30s right? In 93. And he is already so iconic to up and coming artists because he's been on the scene for so long. And for an artist to have samples from people sampling their music from 1993 up to like, like this song, um, Human Nature, Chris Brown sampled human, human Nature as well for She Ain't You, right? And almost did the exact same thing as SWV. So for him to have that kind of uh, range with artists says that he was exactly who we he we say he is, which is the king of pop, right? Like king of pop rock and soul. All right, so let's go. Let's move on. We just talked about SWV. Now we're going to go to 2007, and we are going to talk about Rihanna and Don't Stop the Music, and it sampled Michael Jackson's Wanna Be Starting Something from his Thriller album. Oh, there's Michael. You know what's crazy? I Michael was alive when this came out and I never thought about him hearing this song because the way that this sample meshed want to be starting something, it was just so seamless. You didn't even really think about it. Like, yeah, I hear Michael. It's almost like it was, it was supposed to be there. I don't know how else to explain that, but I think Rihanna did a really good job sampling that song and like making it an EDM party beat. What do y'all yeah. think? Yeah, Rihanna, uh, let me tell you something. When I first heard this song, I was like, okay, because I never thought Rihanna could sing. Y'all come for me if you want to. Um, but this song was a bop. And it was a bop before we heard the Mama Say, Mama Sa, Mumakusa on, on the backside. And, you know, we all know that Michael got sued by uh, Manu. Oh, I'm going to say his name wrong. Manu, what's his name? Debongo? Debongo? Um, who originated the Mama Say Mama Sama Makusa in 1972. Um, but, but I'm going to tell you, I, I don't know his song. I know Want to Be Starting Something. So mm, I don't know. But you know, his, you know uh, okay. his You know why you know his Well, we know it's his because he, yeah. he sued. Yeah, he got his coin. But that that's kind of confusing to me why Rihanna would not, like, did no one on her team go, let's make sure we clear this? Because she got sued too, right? Yes, she did. Yeah. Wait, for this song? For real? I missed that story. Yes, because the Mama Say, Mama Samu Makusa was originally written by a Cameroonian musician. His name is Manu Dibango, and I know I said it wrong, so please forgive me. Um, And he sued them because he was like, I never got credit or accolades or anything for this song, and he won. So then there's that. How do these producers or like the people in their teams not do their due diligence for stuff like this? Right. 
Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, since then, I'm sure the technology's gotten a lot better. I think at this point, your team had to submit it over before your project comes out. And then, you know, I guess from there, if the streaming systems caught it. But, I mean, YouTube's so much more sensitive now. Um, hell, Twitter's sensitive now. Like, you people put those banners, I do not own the rights to this music now, which I used to think was corny, but I think it works with for people not getting their stuff taken down. Our whole first Twitter got taken down posting Michael Jackson content. So, hey, Rihanna, you're not alone. Yeah, but this I, is a banger. This is yeah. a great track. This is a real banger. And I was actually quickly just trying to see if I could stream this at the gym. I always play, uh, there's an app called Crowd DJ that my gym uses. And then mm-hmm. you, there's like a selection of music where you go through your app and you choose it and it plays through the gym floor speakers. And I'm actually this week going to see if this is in there because this would this would hit hard at the gym. The gym oh, floor yeah. speakers? We don't even got that. It's so ghetto over here. Like, we don't do that. What? What? I might actually go to the gym if that was was the case. (laughs) Not all gyms have it. I'm just very lucky that the one I do has because, and they must know when I roll in because there's the Gaga, the Kylie Minogue. (laughs) That's right. There's all all my jams. All the pop music, girl bands. And (laughs) now Q's coming. Q's coming. (laughs) Don't worry. There's some Janet. They've got um, some Janet. I played Damn Baby, All Night Don't Stop. Uh, when, and then I, I give the I give the straighties some rock songs like <laughs> Def, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, and there Poison, and and then I come out of the real rock selection I do with Dirty Diana because that mm. hits hard at the gym. Don't worry, mm-hmm. I give some MJ to Black That's or White right. the other day. That's so right, I'm going to yeah. be looking for this one at the gym. This I'm will gonna, go well. This I'm going to call. Song. I'm yeah. going to call so many people the straighties now. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right, so Don't Stop the Music was on Rihanna's album, Good Girl Gone Bad, released in 2007, and it received a Grammy nomination for Best Dance Recording. Uh, The single peaked at number three on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the U.S. Billboard Dance Club Songs charts. And it is certified four times platinum as of 2015 and has sold more than 3.7 million copies. And that is the power of a Michael Jackson sample on your thing. Because Rihanna by herself, like the vocals ain't there. But anyway, that's another podcast. But this is like at her height. So that's really cool that she chose chose Michael of all the artists she could have kind of leaned into. She chose Michael Jackson. And this is like, this is, what is this, like 2000 and nine ten seven seven oh she real fresh yeah yeah and michael was not really in his peak moment in 2007 so for an artist to go and sample mj in 2007 that was a bit of a risk i think absolutely yeah because this is what right after he was cleared of his of he, he he got the not guilty verdict in the trial that was in what two thousand and five or two thousand and six. So I he mean, was Michael, nowhere. Yeah, he was in Bahrain somewhere. Uh, you know, whatever he was Bahrain doing. Bahrain or some sort of bookshop with post-it notes on his face. Like he was <laughs> doing this was this sort of era. <laughs> Mm, exactly <laughs> and and she was like we going with michael I, you know this is rihanna with an accent still rihanna so mm-hmm. you know you know her accent somehow went away but good for her no good it didn't her. don't do her y'all know y'all don't hear the accent no more. i hear it 
All right, so we're going to move on into the number three Michael Jackson sample on this list. It is Hey Lover by LL Cool J featuring Boys to Men. And this samples everybody's wedding song, Lady in My Life. I've been watching you from afar for as long as I can remember. Harlem at the Ruckers, I saw you with your man, smiling, huh, a coach bag in your hand, I was laying in the coop with my hat turned back, we caught eyes for a moment, and that was that, so I skated off, as you strolled off, looking at them legs, god damn, they look so, 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 you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So, Hey Lover is the first single released from American rapper LL Cool J. And he was fine too in this day, honey. He's um, still fine. He's still fine. His, Don't was him. Yeah. Don't was fine him. Yeah, he's still fine. That's a fact. Queen legend. Okay. Yeah, he licks them lips, and I'm like, oh, honey. Um, <laughs> so this is from his sixth album, Mr. Smith, and it includes vocals from one of my favorite R&B groups, Boys to Men. Um, it was released on October 31st, 1995, for Def Jam Records, and it samples Michael Jackson's "Lady in My Life" from his album Thriller. Thus, Rod Temperton has writing credit on this song. Listen, Rod Temperton has writing credit on so many songs. How? What? What do you think his royalties are looking like? From all these Big. samples, that be, like, mm-hmm. like, let me get one check, sir. I just want one of your royalty checks. Like, oh my god. Um. So, Hey Lover was the most successful single from LL Cool J's album Mr. Smith. It made it to number three on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts and Hot R&B Singles charts. It sold 900,000 cop- copies in 1995 and was certified. Platinum in 1996. It won a Grammy in 1997 for Best Rap Solo Performance. So let's talk about it, y'all. Hey, lover, what do we think about the sample of this? So this sample is a little harder to hear if you don't know Lady in My Life, correct? Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. a a bop. I think everything's a bop oh my god let me find some new words so when this video came out i think this one got really good spin on bet and mtv mr james todd smith alongside boys to men when they were um a quartet not a trio pretty unstoppable this was a pop this had pop appeal i don't know if it made it to the pop charts but it definitely had pop appeal and was definitely top of the R&B hip hop charts. Like this song, I mean, I remember it in 95. Everybody was playing this. It was one of those, you know, summer jams that was, you know, you play with the windows down. So this one, this one is another one that has longevity. I don't know if it's the Michael sample that gives it the longevity, but you can, you can catch this song pretty frequently. Like now, if you turn on the radio. Yeah. And so so let's talk about the sample piece, though, like Lady in My Life. Did you do the first time either of you heard this, any of you heard this? Did you pick up on Lady in My Life? For me, yeah, I, yeah. oh, yeah. Definitely. Really? For the sure. Person, so mm-hmm. obvious. So Are you kidding? You didn't yeah. hear that? Oh, I'm a hush because it's the first perched. time I heard it, I it's was perched. like, yeah. I was like, I know this song, but I don't. 
I couldn't, I couldn't place it. It's like, you have you ever seen somebody outside of like where you normally see them? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you and felt you, about Lady yeah, in My Life. Like, <laughs> That's how I felt about this Lady in My Life in this song. Because I was like... Notice. Like when you see your teacher at McDonald's. Yes. Damn. And you're like, that. she looks like somebody I know. But- now, I will say this. It, when it came out in 95, I, w- I was a ripe seven when this came out in 95. So I don't think I knew it was Lady in My Life then. But once I became comfortable with the masterpiece that is Thriller, I mean, it's pretty. I think I re- realized it in reverse engineering. Like, oh, shit, LL sample. <laughs> Lady yeah. of My Life. I think it kind of worked reverse, but I mean, it's if you know Lady of My Life, it's pretty inescapable. I love the way that they did it with like, I get what it like the electronic mandolin. I don't know what instrument that was, but that shit was hitting. Yeah, and and Boyz Men's vocals like this makes me want them to sing Lady of My Life and put it on an album for us. Oh, they should. Yeah, like. Like the, I mean, I'm just like, why didn't we get that? Who, somebody dropped the ball. I don't know who it was, but we we probably could have made that happen. I think that should have happened. But anyway, so on a, on a list of samples, and we're not ranking these, would this rank towards the top of, of your list? Yeah, this is towards the top of mine for sure. L, because LL has the perfect voice to put over a lady in my life sample. Like you couldn't have put DMX on oh, top God, of this. No. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, no. it wouldn't have hit yeah. the same way. Too he's hard. just smooth. It's a very smooth sound. Like he's got, and then you add the R and B element of boys to men. So it's like the I'm trying to think of like another rapper at this time frame who could have done a similarly smooth kind of mix, and it would probably would have been Tupac. And yes. You know, that's in Tupac has his his Michael sample as well. But like there's not a lot of rappers who could have pulled it off and then not look and still look hard and not look soft by adding boys to men. So like, yeah, it's it's towards the top. It's definitely towards the top. Good use of a Michael Jackson song. Great use of a Michael Jackson song. All right. So let's move on on our list. We are on the fourth sample and it is Take You Down by Chris Brown. And this sampled in the closet. So we were listening to this song earlier today. Fun story. And user one was like, I don't hear it. I definitely so I don't. I had to play it like three <laughs> times. And it's, the, it's there, but I did not. The hear sample it. is in the very beginning of the song. So, and I'm sure it's some throughout, but you know, Chris is singing, you know, Chris got a lot going on with this song. So play it for us, Ashley, and let's see if we let's see if everybody hears it. Oh shit. Oh, there it is. You sneaky motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, that's mm-hmm. hidden. That is mm-hmm. not as obvious. I didn't hear it until just now. On I only everything. listened to it once recently, but yeah. Nah, okay, now I get it. Oh, Not God. as obvious, though. Mm-hmm. That's just a little snippety, clippity bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jesus, Christopher. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I I know. I had to. I had to throw y'all off a little bit because I'm like, you did. We not, we're not. Now that's a good one. That's a good one um, right there. So Take It Out is a song recorded by Chris 
Christopher Brown on his second studio album exclusive. This was Chris Brown's heyday before he really mm-hmm. got himself into some trouble. Um, and that's a mild way to put it. <laughs> got him trying to keep into a little positive. bit of trouble. Trying to keep it positive, okay? I'm trying to keep use positive language. Um, the song was released as the fourth single on the album on April 6, 2008 in the United States and Chris Brown got a Grammy nomination for best male R&B performance for this song. I'm sorry, best male R&B vocal performance for this song. Chris Brown, let's talk about Chris Brown for a second. Chris Brown is very clearly one of Michael's musical children because he has sampled this man. I don't even know how many times. So At one point, I know when Michael passed away, BET did a tribute to Michael Jackson um, for the BET Awards the following year. And Chris Brown did the performance. Is Chris Brown a good, (laughs) I don't want to say the, the next king of pop because we already have established that that's not a thing. Is Chris Brown this generation? No, No. next. Well, y'all done shut me down. So we're going to move on to the next. Does anybody want to say anything about the sample take you down uh, and take you down in the closet? I will say. You got us. You tricked us. <laughs> yeah, for no. real. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, this this song is another one that has longevity. I'm, I don't know if that's due to the Michael sample again or not. But I will say, Chris, you did a really good job of burying this one because I've been listening to this song for years and never heard that shit until 2022 that is some fine fucking work there pal i saw him live do this song and didn't hear it and i also wasn't paying attention to no sampling while i was watching him do grind all over the stage so there was that too and so but yeah it's it's definitely there it's a good song like chris chris is chris is 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 a superstar in his own right so shout out to what he's been able to accomplish and he definitely used the michael blueprint for sure he honors Michael all the time. Like he really pays tribute. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hidden samples. Yes. Thank you. Wow. I love you so much. So I was really excited to add this one to the list because I was like, anytime I get to talk about Whitney Elizabeth Houston, I am on it. So the number five sample on our list for today is Whitney Houston's Queen of the Night from 1993 album, The Bodyguard. And it samples Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana. And before you play it, Ashley, I would like to say, I didn't even realize this until I was doing the research. The song opens with, I have the stuff that you want. I am the thing that you need. Oh, you fucking ro- <laughs> Jesus Christ. And which is a direct quote from Dirty Diana Missy. and the music. <laughs> I didn't know it neither till I was oh like, oh, wow. God, yeah. I good. didn't know it. Yeah. yeah. The music <laughs> contains an interpolation. And we all learned this year between Beyonce and Khalees what an interpolation is. It contains an interpolation oh of the guitar la, la, solo la, la, la. from Dirty Diana. Go ahead and play it for us, honey. Go ahead and play hey, it. Warm it yo. up.
finds out that I had to, I don't know if y'all noticed this when I shared my screen, I had to rewind this because obviously I play this song a lot. I love the song. This is, this is, man. This is fire. It's such a good song. <laughs> hey, yo, I cannot believe that's Dirty Diana. Yeah. I feel, I feel like a brand new baby. I feel like I was <laughs> born yesterday. Like, In- what? In the Lord's year 2022, we're still learning <laughs> stuff. Can like you believe this. it? Oh. Yeah. So and then that the blew guitar bit as well. So mm-hmm. you were talking yeah. about like the guitar solo is like a sort of tribute to Dirty Diana. Uh, I didn't I was just get so- now. I'm learning. Yeah, still. I was so excited. I was like, listen, and the, I have the stuff that you want. I'm the thing that you need. I said, shut the front door. Y'all are playing games <laughs> with me. So this was written by L.A. Reed and Babyface and Daryl Simmons. Oh, yeah. And it was produced by L.A. Reed and Babyface, LaFace. Mm-hmm. So it all is coming around to make sense now, right? Like, okay. And this was around about the time that Michael was kind of like had had gotten them to do some songs and then didn't want to do them with them, y'all. Because he bum-rushed Jermaine's studio time with them? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. The song was released October 13th, 1993 by Arista Records. And basically Whitney is talking about how she's the queen of the night. She rules the club scene. This, The Bodyguard is one of my favorite movies ever on the planet that has ever come out ever in life. And it is because Whitney Houston is in there singing her ass off. Um, but this scene in The Bodyguard, when she's doing Queen of the Night on the stage, I love it. I, this is like, like, she just looks so like in charge of everything. Like, it's this is prime fit. Whitney. Prime the Whitney. fit and the fact that she's belting this song. Like, it's full chess voice. Like, yes. This is her Earth song. It yes. is cute. It is. Yes, absolutely. And I yeah. honestly, if we take a second, like what other song does she belt like this? Like she kind of does on I'm Every Woman, but like not through the whole song like this. Whitney's usually a build up to a strong bridge type of girl. But mm-hmm. this one, this is, you know, mm-hmm. coming in hard. Mm-hmm. This is breaking your speakers. Mm hmm. Yeah, I fucks with this song. Good catch, 1.5. You're really doing Thank the you. damn thing. Thank you. You know, we gotta we gotta jazz it up for you guys. Um, so the the tragedy uh, of this song is that it was not it did not chart on the Billboard Hot 100 because it was not a commercial release and because of the rules at the time, uh, it wasn't allowed to chart. It was almost like what was that song that Jermaine didn't get a Grammy for? <laughs> Tell me I'm not dreaming. <laughs> yes, it was like that. <laughs> But it was released in several other countries as a commercial release in the UK. It peaked at number 14 on the singles charts and number nine on the dance charts. So. Well, let me tell you, it's number one in my household. Right. It's, it's number one song. in my heart, honey. Yeah. Number one in my heart. So the next sample, I'm going to actually skip over because we've already done a human nature sample. And this is, we talked about this a little earlier, but it is, it's She Ain't You by Chris Brown. And we've already done a Chris Brown song, but I do want, Ashley to play a little bit of it for us because um, he actually combines Michael Jackson's human nature with SWV's right here in 2011 to get She and You. And I just think it's a really good and a good dedication there. Yeah, really good dedication to both of them. Hey, hey, hey. 
when Chris Brown was still in his crumping era. <laughs> yeah, he was crumping hard at the time. He will, yeah. Chris Brown used to crump at the drop of a damn dime. Yeah. And he did it in the first two seconds of this song. But I love it. The, the, this song, this video starts off with a dedication to Michael. So we already see what it is. Yep, Thank you, Chris. Know. Thanks for your work. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Good job, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. So we're moving on on our list to the next sample. This is going to be our number six sample. It is Good Life by Kanye West featuring T-Pain and it samples Michael Jackson's P-Y-T. Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. It's a gosh darn shame Kanye has lost his right. black ass mind because yeah. this song is so it's such a good. good song. It's a good song. Yeah. yeah. Great use of PYT. Great use. Such a great use. Like sneaky, they've manipulated it a bit. It's a little bit altered, but if you know PYT, you know this is a sample. Mm-hmm. And T Pain just floats on it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it was perfect. I love me some T-Pain, I've got oh, to say. Yes. Same. There's, there's a song of his that I really wish was on my the gym app thing because it would tear the roof off. And I'm always so upset that I can't smash the roof off with that. What, yeah, I'm in love with a stripper? What is you it? Do. What's uh, hang on. Oh, I'm going to find it. It's in, just gone through my Spotify. Turn all the lights on. Mm. With oh, knee, yeah. with Neo, yeah. T Pain, uh-huh. yep. yes, oh. uh-huh. yeah. I don't know how I haven't broken my car speakers with that song. <laughs> anyway, we are digressing because we are talking about the samples, but my apologies. <laughs> it's okay. We did. This is how we. This is how you know, squirrel. That's how we live our lives over here. Uh, so, "Good Life" is a song by Kanye West uh, featuring t-pain um it was released october 2nd 2007 oh my god i feel like it was released yesterday and that shows you how old i am um as the so it was the third single on his studio album graduation that was such a great album oh my god kanye please take your medication so you can stop acting a fool it was produced by west and dj Toon, um and it contains a sample of the keyboard outro to michael jackson's p y t good and life shout out I was going to say shout out to DJ Toomp because he really did make most of the beat. Kanye pretty much stole DJ Toomp from T.I. And this was like in between what you know about that, like that whole when T.I. really was peaking. Mm-hmm. Kanye really got him at, at his like Atlanta best. So it's that down south flavor with Michael sprinkled on top. They really did. They thug this with that one. Absolutely. And I, what I didn't know, so background vocals on this are John Legend and Neo. Oh. There's a little tidbit there for you. And 
Good Life. It peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100, and it had two Grammy nominations for Best Rap uh, Sung Performance and Best Rap Song. It won the Grammy for Best Rap Song, um, and it was also nominated for Best Collaboration and Video of the Year at the 2008 BET Awards. As we just said, it is a great use of PYT. Um, he even has the ah, baby in the background which just is like the icing on the cake for me for this song. And Kanye was peak. I mean, he was peak Kanye. And then you throw in T-Pain, who was peak, he was peaking at this point too. And it's just a great collaboration. Did you notice this is the third song we've spoken about from 2007 that featured an MJ sample? Just in our little tiny list. This is the third 2007 track. You know wow. what? That makes duh-duh-duh conspiracy theories. <laughs> Because why were we on Michael so hard two years before he exited this planet? Mm-hmm. He needed his flowers. This is him. He did. He, he needed did. His but did he get them? I mean, damn, did they cash From, the check? Well, these artists were giving the flowers. Yeah, they were giving the flowers. Absolutely. Thank goodness. Absolutely. And Michael in 07, I think we were we were on our best behavior because we wanted him to come back here. That was Spider-Man pajama era. No, he was like, yeah. (laughs) Michael's in Bahrain. Okay. All right. So moving on, we are at our next song on our sample list. And it is song Q alluded to earlier in the the episode, All Eyes on Me by Monica. And it also samples PYT. DJ Ash. Monica did a couple of Michael samples. Yeah. I forgot about this song. Yeah. Look at that fit. Now that was a damn fit right there. <laughs> this whole That's- video is fine. <laughs> I'm gonna wash his car. Okay. I mean, he cleans that washing the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love post the boy is mine, Monica, because she and Brandy were just so filthy rich. And to this day, like you talking about two hoes that'll step out in some Prada, very nonchalant because <laughs> they just that money is long as hell. This and OK, so what I what I was thinking about is this is probably J.D. Jermaine Dupree's doing. All Eyes on Me. Which album was this for, Monica? Was this that Boy Is Mine album or the one that came mm, after I, it? So uh, the album is, let's see. All Eyes on Me, this, 2002. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is the one with Missy Elliott on it a lot, right? It could have been. I'm. I'm. Look, uh, y'all can Sorry. judge me. I'm not a big uh, Monica fan. I know a few songs. I'm a brand uh, girl. Like I'm when sure. I saw her the other, like, Earlier this year, I was like, girl, I don't know this song. I don't know this song. I don't know this song. You do what you're doing to me. (laughs) (laughs) She got some songs. I I wonder how she got this. this, Like you said, you think it was JD? I think it was Jermaine Dupree, honestly, because this was around the air. Jermaine Dupree was shooting every shot he had at Janet. And he did a couple Michael samples, like back to back to back. And I feel like this might have been in that batch, but let's check the Wikipedia just to. We've sure. also got. Oh no! This is this is Dark Child. Rodney Jerkins. This yeah, is this Dark is Rodney Jerkins. And he was yeah. like, "Yeah, I've done Invincible, so I can do whatever I want." 
Yeah, oh, this is this is just Rodney having the stems, probably. Well, shit. especially after Michael had him sitting in hotel rooms in L.A. for three days <laughs> waiting mm-hmm. on his ass. Him he and LaShawn. Up and up. <laughs> and LaShawn Daniels is on this. So, yeah. Yeah, this oh, is a really LaShawn. good writing team. Really good writing team on it. Um, of course, Quincy Jones, James Ingram got songwriter credits because of the PYT sample. And it is very clearly a PYT sample at the uh, at the top of the song so this it is, is good- one of my faves yeah this mm-hmm. is top one, one of my, my top ones sure. it's mm-hmm. it's like who wasn't just listening to that little clip you know swinging their shoulders and <laughs> right. this is a really really good song and yeah. it's a great use of the sample great video go check it out it's very high um yes thank and- you monica and Good Life, back-to-back with All Eyes on Me. They're both sampling the same song and how different the songs are, right? Like, it's yeah. just, it's so, I, I don't know. I just love music. So just to, like, why do, like who thought of this? Who, who came up with this? Like, this is awesome. Like, anyway, that's just my little piece. I just, I just love that, you know, this is, you know, Michael's still alive in these these years. He would have heard these. Like, they they would have had to give permission and mm-hmm. I have no doubt that Michael was like, yes, you can use my samples every single time someone asks. Because they're, like you said at the, st- the start of this discussion, there's like over 2,000 out there. So any artist that said, hey, Mike, can we use a sample of this track in our song? He would have said yes. Because, and he wouldn't have even charged them. He would have given it for free because he would have been happy for his music to go out there because he was, he was clever like that. A humble different story now hero. with the estate. Right. They'd be charging four trillion dollars right. for some little garage band that's trying to make it big, but they've got an amazing song and they just want to pop a little sample of this or that in there. And they would go to the MJ estate and they're like, Well, we can't afford four trillion dollars. So they won't they even let us retweet you. Right. Exactly. They won't even let us retweet. They don't even retweet anything that's worth retweeting and they can't even spell things correctly. So <laughs> it's a different era now. I think there's, I think if we look, there'd be a lot less MJ samples happening now. And I bet you they had to pay for it. But in MJ's time, you can imagine him sitting in his Rolls Royce with the speakers cranked listening <laughs> to these going, yeah, they did real good with my PYT sample. Clapping with those big ass hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord you know michael was good for that one that one yeah. that one clap <laughs> that, is, you that satisfaction clap that sati- i'm satisfied clap that's that's that. I'm yeah i like that well he oh. would clap and then do the praying hands like that was always mm-hmm. the you know the praying hands and thank you so much and, and that yep. neck would get to going mm-hmm. yep god bless we miss we miss we miss michael. we miss him oh. we, we need some him. justice for mj samples justice for mj samples that's the hashtag right? they're being held hostage by the pirates of the estate i think so Our john Our. <laughs> this is a good list 1.5 let's Thank keep you. going because you're, you're getting to like i know i said we came in hot that swv it's like impossible to beat but these next two yeah are forever in my playlist yeah and tidbit for anybody keeping count we we are already at seven but guess what we're gonna give you two more and a few honorable mentions because we can't Okay, so let's keep it going. The next sample on our list is Keep On Keeping On by MC Light featuring Escape. It is a sample of Liberian Girl. Uh 
Now that's JD, you hear him? Oh yeah. Hey, Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine Dupree, sir. I love the way your mind works. You talk about a man with a plan. He took crisscross. He took MC Light. Mm-hmm. He took Escape. Every group he had, he said, I'm going to get a fucking Michael Jackson sample as often as I can. And when I save up enough money from all of them going number one, I'm going to buy Janet Jackson a two-way pager and I'm going to put my phone number in it. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. And that's exactly what he did. And he did. What's the moral of that story, y'all? Shoot your shot any way you can. Any way you can. Any way you can. All right, Keep On Keeping On is a single by MC Light featuring Escape from the Sunset Park soundtrack. It was produced and co-written by Jermaine Dupree, and it sampled Liberian Girl. It is a very clear sample of Liberian Girl, and it is from MC Light's album, Bad As I Want to Be. Um, it is MC Light's highest charting single, and listen, there's no... Wow. Yeah, for real? Light as a Rock is not higher than this? No. Light as a Rock? Come wow. on, now that came out in what, 83? No. it no peaked, way. It peaked it's at number 10. It's describing how heavy the young okay. lady is. Okay. Come we on now, get... hip-hop. That's disrespect. I'm not going to front, because, I mean, this is a good sample of Michael, but, like, Light as a Rock should really be Listen, we the can't one. change the... St- the numbers are what they are, okay? You know, we can't Michael change. fans be giving stuff a boost L-Y-L-L-Y-T-E. over... L-Y-L-L-Y-T-E. Right! I know. I that know. Crazy. But my it's the pop appeal of Michael Jackson. It's the pop Jackson. appeal. It really is. It's the pop appeal of Michael Jackson, yeah. That's some crazy shit. MC Light is one of the most prolific rappers of all time. I'm talking about genders be damned yeah she really q do you know that song light is a rock no i didn't know this one either i didn't know this one you didn't know this one like i was so grateful that like i came across this when we were like going through the notes because it's really good it's really good and an incredible perfect balanced use of the sample Mm-hmm. Like that really soft background, but then the lyrics over the top, it's like so perfectly balanced. What a F you at. Like, I just, there's something about saying that to a man. B-boy. B-boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, MC Light is, ah, yeah, just little, yeah. chef's kiss. Just, just, ugh, amazing work here. And again, yeah, Jermaine yeah. Dupree, you, you sneaky son of a bitch. That's how you get into family. <laughs> That's how you get it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I love. And Liberian Girl, I love Liberian Girl anyway. So, like, for her to use this song, giving a shout out to all of the beautiful women in Liberia at the same time, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. This song received a gold certification from the RIAA, and it earned that certification in 1996. And it peaked at number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. So there you have it. All right, guys. So we're going to round this off. We're going to talk about our last sample. And then we're going to give a couple of honorable mentions on the end part here. But to round off our list, we have another Human Nature sample. And Human Nature is the most sampled Michael Jackson song, by the way, guys. And it is It Ain't Hard to Tell by Nas from 1994. Yeah. Yeah. 
hard to tell. Queensbridge stand up. It ain't hard to tell. I excel, then prevail. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My mic check is like for death. Even the sniper's breath. I exhale the yellow smoke. I had my Nas shirt on all day today while I was sliding from early voting site to early voting site. And let me tell y'all, I heard Nas perform this live probably about 30 to 45 days ago in Raleigh. And my soul left my body and was looking down on Walnut Creek Arena because Nasir Jones, Illmatic, Hip hop history, period. If you've never listened to the Illmac album, you're living your life incorrectly. You need to seek God and you need to listen to this album. But it ain't hard to tell. I mean, one of Nas's coldest jams. And the way that um the way that this beat got flipped, iconic. I mean, it hits. It just hits. Period. I don't know what else to say. Legendary performance. Yeah, for me, it's the 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 rotation of da 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 da, you know, mm-hmm. like I like that. That's that's a really good use of of a portion of human nature, and it makes it it makes it sound hip hop. You know what I mean? Yep. It really goes well with Nas the rapper, but also pays homage to Michael Jackson, of course, with Human Nature. So it was technically the second single on the album Illmatic by Nas, um, but it was the first single to be released after the album was pressed in 1994. It was produced by Large Professor, and of course, it samples Human Nature. NT by Cool and the Gang, Long Red by Mountain, and Slow Dance by Stanley Clark. So there are one, two, three, four different samples in this one song. Genius. Absolutely. And, and now, can sir, I just... Yes. No, you go, you go. I was just going to say, Nas, come on on the show so we could talk about it. <laughs> and for any white listeners out there, Nas is not Lil Nas X's dad. Q, can you tell the people how you found out who Nas was? You taught me. You taught me. <laughs> you told me that Nas is not Lil Nas's daddy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nas I'm so to- happy to be the person that did that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Educated. When is Lil Nas X going to do an MJ sample? He, oh, wow. First of that all. Because that would be so good, right? He should well, have. He, he did the Remember the Time kind of like um, nod in his performance, yeah. but yeah, he did. He, he, he did it well. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. Sample, please. Lil Nas X. It. Yeah. It's again, the He'll estate. I bet you it's the estate. I was going to say, nah. we need to ask the estate. The estate was like, nah, we're not doing that with you. Yeah. Mm-mm. They clear. But we need for, it. If they clear samples for, um, damn, who was I just about to say they cleared a sample for? Justin. Oh, Drake and Justin. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think little Nas deserves he well deserves it. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, definitely if JT gets it. But we're not even, we're, we're, staying, we're keeping it positive here. All right. So, you guys, what do you think about the list? What was, what, everybody, what's your favorite sample from the list? And I know it's going to be hard because now we've gone through all of them. You want to eliminate SWV? Just take that out. Are we eliminating SWV? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. We can eliminate SWVs right here. So, right here, I think we've all decided is the gold standard for Michael That's Kane. 
That's King. That is the King of Michael Jackson samples. So second, everybody's second in in command. Who is the vice president? (laughs) (laughs) Who's Kamala? Kamala, I'm sorry. Why do you keep mispronouncing your vice president's name? I forget she's there half the time. You make me sick. After she said Russia is a big country and Ukraine is a little country. Nauseous. After oh. she said that, I forgot. Didn't we, are, are we keeping it positive? Is this positive? So we're going to say positive. Um, positivity. <laughs> Nas, it ain't hard to tell, is definitely my second favorite on this one. list. But I will say that Queen of the Nile, I mean, sorry, Queen of the Night, you got me. <laughs> I mean, my, the, my cat is mind blown. is blown. Her mind is blown. <laughs> I got the stuff that you want. I mean, just as blatant as yeah. the day is long. Like, what in the world? So thank you mm-hmm. for that. That was exciting. He, She empowered the groupie. Michael tried to shame the groupie. Tell me, I got the stuff that you want. I got the thing that you need. And she was like, I'm going to empower that groupie. That's what that was. That's right. And make her a queen. Yeah. <laughs> make her a queen. Make her a queen. <laughs> She's a queen. All right. User one, what's your favorite? What's your second in command? <sighs> Probably LL. Hey, lover. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Q. It's tough. Um, since we've discounted SWV, it's almost a tie with Rihanna, Don't Stop the Music, and Monica with All Eyes on Me. Yeah. I love yeah. both those of those. Yeah, I I have to say for me, uh, it, I'm with Ashley, uh, kind of. It's the queen of the night. Uh, I, I just am my mom was blown and I was like Whitney Elizabeth Houston better make a list because we don't talk about her enough because this is a Michael Jackson podcast but oh my god I was just so excited so excited and I love that song but Good Life by Kanye and, and T-Pain man that takes me back to college bro you know like <laughs> we were we were in the club to that song so I don't know it's a good I I, I must say I really like this list and I put the list together. So it sounds it's a really good list. You did, well. you yeah. did so really well. Like Thank Thanks. you so much for the research. Thank you. Um, you did so. Can I, can I jump in a little yes, tiny absolutely. bit and drop a couple of others that yes, didn't make your amazing list? Absolutely. Honorable mentions. Let's go. Keep Honorable mentions. Absolutely. And, and I don't know if Ash wants to cue any of these up while I'm saying it, I'll say it slowly and you might know them straight off the top of your head. But another couple of my real faves, uh, the De La Soul, Break of Dawn. And I, I hadn't thought of this song for a while, but it was it was pretty big. It was a it was I think it did quite well in the charts. It was, you know, you still hear it occasionally. Um it hello. Hey damn I forgot about this one. Oh one two, oh one two break a dawn. Yeah, I forgot about this too. Yeah. What a great use of the sample. Mm-hmm. If I why haven't we flipped this back into break of dawn? We, someone should do that. Someone yeah. should totally do that. But the can't help it sample? Come on now. Come mm. on, man. That, <laughs> that's the mashup that we've been waiting on. Quest Love, where you at? <laughs> uh another one is Beyonce, Black Culture. So that's a recent one because there hasn't been a huge amount. There's, I've got a couple of recent ones, but Black Culture by Beyonce. I love that one. Yeah. I haven't heard this one in a minute. Mm-hmm. 
Well, she the new Kang, so this only makes sense. Come on now, shout out to Prince. He said it. And also, Prince Michael Jackson the first. I'm really proud of you because they really tried to get you to say Harry Styles was the next king of pop, and you said, "Oh no, it's Beyonce." Because dumb. <laughs> yeah. Shout she out to her him. thing. Yeah. yeah, he knows what's up. Childish Gambino in Almost There was another really good use. And I this, don't think I, I know think, this one, Q. I think I think you will know it. I think it did quite well. Oh shit! Yeah, I do. Yeah. And that's going back to like early in the day. I'm looking back on the things that we both. Yeah, this was 09, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. This was sample in that. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Almost there. Almost there. Oh, okay. Okay. Almost yeah. And that's MJ's vocals. They didn't just sample like you know a bit of the music. That's yeah. MJ vocals yeah. and mm-hmm. angelic vocals, like perfection. And vocals. yes, this was a good song. Yeah, for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you rem- You might not know this one. This was Bone Thugs and Harmony. What have we done? I had you. I almost added this to the list, Q. Oh, I added it to the list and I took it off because it wasn't well known. But this is a great, great sample. It's basically Earth Song straight up. Yeah. Yeah. I've literally never heard this song in my life. It's scary. It's really good. When the hell did they do this? Not a homeless camp. The I love this sample too because they it's like a continuation of Earth Song. Like like they're talking about real issues that are happening in the world in what I don't know what year this was recorded. And it's very Along the lines of Michael, right? Mm, Something true. that he would have, he would have really, I think, approved of. And, and maybe he heard it. I don't know. I don't know the year of this song. But yeah, this is a great one, Q. I love this one. I thought it was great. All right. I think I've got one, two. I've only got four more honorable mentions. This one, I think, is uh, just like an instrumental. It's Prodigy, The Way It Is, if I remember correctly. But it was good. I don't know this one either. Yeah. Hey. Oh, I like that. Right? Because Thriller is a banger. Okay, beat drop. Yeah, they did. Seriously. They did something with that. They did well. Yeah, I love that. That is a funky, funky sample, and it yeah. hits hard. Yeah. I, I think you did mention this one in passing earlier. Tupac, Letter to My Unborn Child. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, of course, mm-hmm. of course, Tupac would honor MJ. Mm-hmm. Although they had that little tussle that one time. <laughs> that <laughs> little, <laughs> little punch up. We didn't keep it positive. Was, Maybe this was after and he was apologizing. I hope this was before. I hope so. <laughs> I like to think that they fought after. <laughs> yes, we need that footage. 
God, please manifest that footage. Oh God, no. This Liberian girl beat goes hard. It doesn't matter what you put on top mm-hmm. of it. It goes hard, man. It's funny to think, whether it was before or after, Tupac was talking mad shit about Quincy Jones and then went and used that man's sample. (laughs) (laughs) He really was, though. He was. Oh, wow. He did not respect Quincy. These last two, uh, shout out to, you know, Jamin from the MJ cast. um, And my friends, Jermaine and Jesse DeVore's. Uh, they all gave me these ones. Q-tip, move. It's my second last honorable mention. Q-tip. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, shit. I oh, yeah. I remember this. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we even get the rap with you video. With dancing machine as the sample, I love it. <laughs> Shout out to Q-Tip, who I, we, you know, I think we're ninety-five percent sure he got to hit it. With well, shit, Demita got to hit because <laughs> she she's the prize, <laughs> and uh, I really like to think about that. The last one I've got, I think this is one. It's a bit more hidden, like we thought Chris Brown was hiding stuff, but I think Kendrick Kamar, King Kunta. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and this has like a billion samples in this song, so it's sort of like buried amongst them, I think, because, yeah, it's like genius, like let's get seven samples and put them all together, and somehow it works. And I'm trying to remember where it pops yeah. up. Isn't it like in the Yeah. Uh, I don't want uh, you looking uh. up. I think it was Smooth Criminal. I think it's got a bit of Smooth Criminal. I can't remember which part it is, though. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm struggling to figure out which part it is. I think it's probably like the bass line or something like that. It must be the bass line. Well, no, that's not it. Hold on, let's skip to the end real quick. I think there's like YouTube videos that sort of dissect this song to try and find all the different elements. Damn it, Kendrick. We'll find it. God, Lord. That's a good list, Q. Really good list. And The I only have- other one... The only oh, other good. one that I just mentioned, it was more like a lyric sort of uh, sample was Bad Kids by Lady Gaga. Like she sort of uses like a couple of the lyrics uh, of They Don't Care About Us to open the song and then sort of merges it into her own sort of opening speech. But, yeah, I, I couldn't top your list, but I was like, <laughs> oh. Shout out to Stephanie. Ah, Yes. Michael would have never said that last word. Pope Michael didn't. <laughs> Shout yeah, out to no, the little That's a really good, like, honorable mention list. I love it. I, I only had one honorable mention. Like, Q, I'm so impressed by your list. It's so good. And it was, it's another Chris Brown song. And it's even by Chris mm-hmm. Brown. But it samples Remember the Time, which is why I thought it was worth mentioning. Because Remember the Time 
while it's a bop by itself, I, I think it's, I don't, I don't know that I've heard too many songs. Too many people sample that song. Too many artists sample that song. So I just thought. Was this the album that had 40 songs? Probably. <laughs> I Chris think so. Brown, yeah. yeah. He, he, yeah. He had time. Do you remember the time? When we fell in love, cause I remember the night When you had enough of my creeping You backed up your bags and said you were leaving Thanks, Chris. He loves, loves Michael. Michael. Period. Yeah, he he just loved Michael. He did. He adored Michael and he slowed it down. And we all know that, no, I said keep it positive. But we know what Remember the Time is about. Um, Latoya, so- I have a question. In your research, yes. did you come yes. across any neo songs with mj samples because i didn't and i was surprised by that i I was really shocked i did not and i was looking for i was looking for songs that people would artists mostly that people would recognize like so not necessarily the song because there's so many songs out there right like you haven't nobody's heard everything but i didn't see neo and i and i found it interesting because neo i want to say isn't there a story about neo writing for Michael, one of the songs that he recorded on his album, because Michael didn't want the song. And I'm trying I think to so. think, is it so sick, maybe? Um, <laughs> I do think I've heard that. It's, yeah. I mean, Neo, like Justin Timberlake, really wanted Michael to sing. I mean, but hell, who, who wouldn't? If you're a songwriter, you want Michael Jackson to choose your music. But I think it was so sick or... I don't remember this. Maybe it was closer. I know the first time I heard closer, I was like, you, you, you really are trying. You're reaching because you think you're Michael. Like, what's going on? But yeah, it's fascinating that he doesn't have any samples. But maybe he asked too late. Maybe the state maybe. at this point is like, nah, nah, bruh. <laughs> Forty trillion dollars, please. <laughs> right, I was gonna right. say, I don't think he can afford it anymore. Give us your first for Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so this was fun, guys. I really enjoyed. Breaking down these songs with you all and talking about the samples of Michael Jackson music. So now, hopefully, for all of our listeners and anybody out here listening to our, our humble podcast, the next time you hear these songs, you'll, you'll you'll hear Michael Jackson in them. Especially in "Take You Down" by Chris Brown, because apparently nobody heard the sample except for me and Queen of the Night. <laughs> nobody heard that. Like what? And Queen, I mean, but Queen of the the Night, I got the stuff that you want. I'm the thing that you need. Like, but we weren't on. there. We just weren't right. there when the beat I dropped understand. on that song. We weren't there. I know we're in a different headspace. We were, mm-hmm. yeah, we were queen of the night and it up. But anybody have anything to say? Q, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on and having fun with us for a few hours. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. I'm so grateful. And this is not going to be a short episode. So y'all getting great value for money with this, I can tell you. <laughs> you, you will not find an episode that I'm on that is a short episode on any podcast. I can do that. <laughs> That's do because your voice, short episodes. your voice is so melodious that people need really. They need it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I love your accent. I just love the accent. I'm like, oh, it's just Australian accent. It's just so awesome. <laughs> oh, crikey. Thanks, ladies. We love it. We love it. Any love parting it. words from Q or for the, from the users today? 
Well, I'm going to throw tribute to you all again. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Like I said before, essential, so essential and educational, but also freaking hilarious. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't, they're like watching me drive to work. You know, it's like four o'clock in the morning often that I'm driving to work and listening whenever you drop an episode and I will be laughing my head off. So I'm sure there's people pull up next to me at the traffic lights and go, what is this crazy white boy laughing at (laughs) that his head is all the way back. But I love every single episode you've ever done. And I'm so grateful for you all and for what you're doing. And I know what a state I would be championing. And it is you guys because I am not championing the other one because you guys are doing the real stuff. And it is so so valuable for everyone that is tuning in. And I'm so glad that you not only started it, but that you continue it and that you are a success because you are putting out top quality stuff and we are just so grateful. So I really, really, really just want to honor you all with my gratitude, not only having me here today, but just for the work and the content that you're producing because it's amazing. That's all. That's just the sweetest thing ever. And we've spent many, many hours studying um, the information that you've provided on many, many, many podcasts. So Mm -hmm. thank you for, you know, going out into this Michael Jackson world before us and helping to pave the way. We're all just doing our part. We're just doing our part. The fans out there doing amazing stuff, like so many content creators, Mm -hmm. just such quality stuff. And they they put the work in. And it's real. It's real. And that shows the impact that Mike had on all of us and still does. Like in the Lord's year 2022, where content creators out there putting amazing stuff out. And we're trying to plan trips to Australia so we can go see these koalas. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Black Jackson Estate Podcast. We will see you in December for our 12 days of Christmas. Good night. Is it actually going to be 12 little episodes oh again? My God. Oh my God. It is. Yes. yes they it's... were amazing. I love you. <laughs> Why would so you say hard. that? No. <laughs> this episode of the Black Jackson Estate Podcast featuring Q from the MJ cast is sponsored by our Patreon subscribers. The users would like to extend a heartfelt thank you for your support. If you would like to sponsor an upcoming episode and become a user, you can donate via PayPal at www.paypal.me backslash Black Jack Estate or Cash App at BLK Jack Estate. You can connect with us on Twitter or Instagram at BLK Jack Estate or on our Patreon where you will have access to exclusive episodes and so much more. Today's episode was produced by user 1.5 and edited by user 1.5 for the Black Jackson Estate podcast.